1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper of com and CC1Consulting.com. Delighted to be back with you again for yet another week. Um, this is show 104. Gosh, I can't believe it. And uh, today we're going to talk about fabulous impact, about stepping into the new you. But before we do that, I'd like to say a big thank you to my guest last week, Simon Hazeldean. Simon was talking about neuro-selling. And I think, I don't know what your view is on this, but you know, learning to professionally make whoever you're selling your service to feel really comfortable with your sales process. I think that's really important. And If you're out there, my message is, and you're hard-selling and you're having to manipulate people to buy your products, then my advice is to go find a better company to work for if you can. Um, to me, that's making an impact, but not in a good way. Um, this week, um, I've had some real fun. I've been out uh, doing a, a what I call an elevation project, a big one with a... With a, a large business, I've had to go out and visit various brewery museums and even a zoo, looking at interesting ideas. And what really stood out for me was that you know, the museum, for example, was um, very old-fashioned but really kind of interesting. It had six people uh, the previous day go through the whole museum, um, but the zoo, with a huge um, a play area for kids, etc., was swarming with people. You've got to stand out. You've got to have impact today, which uh, really makes me think about um, my guest today. I've also been working this week with a a university in Leeds, Leeds Metropolitan University, and I've been helping them develop their own podcast show around uh, uh, an area called events that they are focusing in on. And uh, again, there's somebody trying to do something different. They're trying to stand out. And I really admire that. And I'm really looking forward to being a guest on their podcast series and listening to the output uh, earlier in the new year. Um, so next week, I should mention that um, I'm going to be putting a repeat show on. It's, uh, Thanksgiving, in the, it's Thanksgiving in the United States. Um, so all of you there, I wish you a fantastic Thanksgiving. And I'm actually going to take December off uh, live hosting. I need a bit of a break after two and a half years to get really refreshed for some really great content in the new year. And what I thought I'd do is I thought I would repeat some of the shows that I've really loved recording over the last two and a half years. So uh, do keep on listening because um, you know when there's an archive of 104 shows, I'm wondering which, which are the really, really great nuggets in there. There's lots of them. Um, I'm going to share some of those with you in December and take a little break. So we'll be back again with you personally, full of energy in early January. So let's go on today's show. Today's show is about having more impact in your life or your business. It's about taking charge with some tried and tested practical tools that really make a difference. Um, my guest today, Nikki Roscoe, uh, really does live her fabulous Impact brand. Um, Whether she's speaking to audiences, she's running aerobics classes for hundreds or appearing on television, Uh, her career's included fashion, she's been a beauty journalist, a health and fitness presenter on radio and TV, head of aerobics for David Lloyd's Clubs an interior designer, and lifestyle and executive coach for business leaders and celebrities. She's worked with some really interesting people. She's worked with uh, models like Jerry Hall and Marie Helvin and uh, photographer David Bailey, She's learned meditation skills with Deepak Chopra and master practitioner NLP with Richard Bandler and Paul McKenna. But it hasn't all been plain sailing for Nikki. Nikki was afflicted by a brain tumour and deploying positive thinking, her focus, and get up and go, get going philosophy that I'm sure she'll share today. She underwent a life saving operation and she bounced back today an Impact, Confidence, Skills and Communication Coach and Speaker. She a, has a life coaching diploma. She's a member of the Professional Speaking Association, International Association of Coaches and many others. Her new book is called Fabulous Impact, Step Into the New You and Rewrite Your Own Script. Uh, Nikki's a friend and I'm always astounded that despite suffering some pain from a surgery, she's always got a huge smile. She's always full of energy. She's always passionately making a difference. So let's, uh, let's talk to Nikki. I'm delighted to welcome to you, Nikki Roscoe.
2: Hello, Chris. It's fabulous to be here with you.
1: It's fabulous to hear you. Where am I speaking to you from? Where, are you, where do you live, Nikki?
2: I'm in North London, the North London Hampstead area, um, not too far from Maine, the main west end of London, about 20 minutes from there, really.
1: Fantastic. Well, I actually met my wife in Hampstead.
2: Oh, whereabouts? I
1: met her at, um, it was Kenwood. Do you know the house?
2: yeah very well. I go there walking with my dog lucky all the time.
1: excellent well. <laughs> I, I first set eyes on my wife. my wife. It was a uh, like a big uh, sort of concert in the park.
2: Oh, yeah, they have those regularly every year. they're absolutely brilliant those concerts how long- How long ago was that?
1: Oh, my word, I think that was about twelve thirteen years ago, something like that.
2: Oh wow, oh, there mm. wow. huh, seems to be a lot of people meet there. My parents met on Hampstead Heath. Do you? Huh.
1: Uh, so my, my wife was um had been drinking champagne, was a bit uh, a bit drunk when she uh, when she met me. Oh
2: how funny.
1: That obviously obviously helped the process.
2: Yeah. You weren't <laughs> shy then. You weren't shy in coming forward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Chris, it sounds like you've had such an amazing, impactful week.
1: Um, well, it's great. Thank you. Um, there's it all seems at the moment there seems to be so much going on, which I just think is fantastic. It's good to be busy, isn't it?
2: Yeah, wow. I like the sound of the museum and the zoo. <laughs>
1: That's cool. I've got to go to really all sorts of really interesting places. There's a place called Eden Project. I don't know if you've been there.
2: Yeah, which I'm fantastic. Going to... I haven't. I haven't been, but I know people that have been. It's something that I'd really like to do.
1: I'm doing. I've got a dream of a project. I'm actually being asked to go to loads of really exciting, uh, innovative kind of business-y businessy, touristy places to get idea for a, a huge development that a company I'm working for is doing. Um, so I'm actually getting paid to go and visit all these amazing attractions and talk with people and the oh. park and things like that and i'm just loving it it's uh...
2: <laughs> well if you if you need a friend to come along you know where i am
1: <laughs> thank you very much i will ba- bear you in mind
2: <laughs> any more zoos or parks i'm i'm very happy to come
1: <laughs> so let, let's let's focus on you you for, for mm. um you know, do you want to tell us about your personal story and, and how it led to fabulous impact
2: Well, you, you gave me a really great intro. Thank you very much for that. Um, so, you know, as you know, my background's in journalism and health, fitness and, and beauty and fashion too. And, uh, wow, I started out, I was working for, for company magazine many years ago, which is with the Hearst Corporation and, from there, I was so into fitness. I loved it so much that I went and worked with the David Lloyd Health and Racket Clubs, and I was head of fitness there. And uh, I don't know if you, you've heard of John Lloyd, the tennis player?
1: Yeah, I've been to, I've been to David Lloyd uh, clubs, uh, nice clubs.
2: Yeah, no, they are absolutely brilliant. In fact, I had at one point, I had 1,000 people over four tennis courts doing this brilliant workout with them wow. when everyone was really feeling that burn. I don't know if you've experienced that <laughs> many
1: times. <yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was fabulous. Uh, so, you know, so I was doing that and then I was asked to do some television work, uh, which I did. Uh, I worked with a breakfast television presenter, Lorraine Kelly, on one of her programs on a program called GMTV. Here and then I went and worked for a program called Sky One and another program as well. And everything was going brilliantly, and I was presenting on radio. In fact, it was a women's radio station called Viva Radio at the time that a a fashion guru, Lynn Franks.
1: uh, Oh, yes, Lynn Franks.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. It was so brilliant. But what happened was, I suddenly, my speech started to go really strange inwardly. So it's like, now I'm talking to you, it's as though the words that were coming out weren't the words that I was thinking. It was really odd. And they, the doctors at the time, put it down to stress and Literally, it was, it was a good five years later because I switched lots of things that I was doing. I changed things around. I, I stopped doing so much television and radio. And I, I, I looked into doing interior design, which is the most stressful job ever, I have to say. And I admire any, any interior designers out there, but I love working with color and I ended up teaching it and just having a brilliant time. Um, but all of a sudden, one day I found myself Uh, shopping as you do food food shopping and I had the most incredible pain in my head it was literally as though a thunderbolt had smashed into it and the light became so bright I could barely see and and I couldn't speak I actually couldn't speak and I was petrified at the time um and you know it it took a while from the for them to discover because I ended up uh, being sent home from the from the doctors telling me that i i had a migraine and to rest mm. but after uh, after a few days a gp that knew me and knew that i loved jumping around and having great fun and i was very fit and healthy uh, said to me you need to have a you need to have an mri scan which i was also petrified about at the time and before i became a life coach and uh, master nlp practitioner i was claustrophobic and i i, I was Oh, I was shaking, and my mouth was dry. I don't know, have you ever had those feelings?
1: Uh, well, absolutely, yeah. And, and I, I've not had an MRI scan, but it's something that uh, is a bit daunting from what I hear.
2: Oh, it you know what? The, going into a tunnel and having to lie really still was so, so frightening. And the room was freezing cold, and the noise was excruciating, especially because I had terrible head pain so it didn't help. Uh, they they were really lovely with me but it you know after I trained as a as a life coach and a master NLP practitioner I really used all the powers uh, and all, all the knowledge that I'd gained and the tools myself uh, including breathing uh, which is very important and sort of calming down and and remembering a moment that you feel really good or you felt really good, you know could have been lying on a beach somewhere <laughs> or or uh, you know i at one point later on and now especially when I have regular uh mRI scans i remember I remember times when I used to teach my fitness classes, especially the circuit training classes after I got all the men jumping around doing the can can. <laughs> <laughs> And the, ava- and the advanced women. I used to get them literally doing their cool down and lying down and really relaxing and taking deep breaths. And, and I used, to, I imagine that now, and it just puts a smile on my face, although I don't move when I'm in the scanning machine.
1: <laughs> I'll have, have to tell you about my aerobic story a bit later on, in okay. the break probably. my <laughs> so might get complaints. Was <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it that bad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, how did you... How did you cope mentally with the discovery and, and the subsequent tre- treatment?
2: Well, mentally, I was absolutely devastated at first. And the first thing I thought about was my two children, who were quite young at the time. And yeah, the first thing I thought was actually, oh, my goodness, Adam and Gemma, uh, what if I die? What will happen to me? And I was absolutely petrified. Um, but the, the one thing that... that when I when I sat in the neurosurgeon's office, and he said to me, Nikki, you have a brain tumor, it's the the size of a golf ball. And, uh, you know, you you need to have it operated on because it's deeply embedded in your brain. And I at that moment, I just took control. Because, you know, what was the if I fell to pieces, that wasn't going to help matters. So I said to him, you know, well, I, I had to ask him, will I survive? And when he told me, well, Nikki, if you don't have the operation, you'll be dead within uh, five years and or you'll be a vegetable within two years if you don't have it and dead within five, I, I made that decision. Right, that's it. I'm going to have the operation and I... I I wasn't going to let anything get in the way because I I knew I wanted to uh, get busy living. Have you you seen the film Shawshank Redemption?
1: That's one of my favourites. Love it.
2: Oh, I love it. Do you remember the scene Mm -hmm. when uh, uh, Andy and Red were in the prison and they were having a terrible time there in in the prison? It was was really awful. And Andy starts talking about he had these dreams to go to Zewataneo. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was just such a brilliant, powerful, impactful scene. And and Red Morgan Freeman, he 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 just you know he said, oh, he really didn't believe it. And Andy turned to him and he said, well, you've got two choices. He said, to him, the first one is you know you've got to get busy living, or you get busy dying. So I think that is absolutely brilliant. And, and for me, I wanted to get busy living. And when I talk to my clients, it's all about getting busy living and making things happen in your life. And, you know, it's your choice to choose what, what you do. I
1: mean, do you, think, do you think many people who you know go through an experience like you've got, uh, they find there's a uh, silver lining in it? I mean, you said that, that analogy there of get busy living, when they eventually – do find themselves meeting up. It's an amazing that film. When they when they meet up, he he discovers the money buried under the tree and they meet yeah. up on that, that beautiful beach. I mean, has life been more like a beautiful beach since you recovered from this experience? You
2: know what, Chris? Life is challenging because I I've, I've got three plates and six screws in my head, uh, one of which is loose, by the way. <laughs> And that is real. <laughs> I have a loose screw in my head. But and and I live with the pain in my head every single day of my life. I mean I wake up in the mornings and I have it's swollen, it's sore, and it's really painful. And but I make a decision to to take control of that pain because I want to get busy living. And and that is my choice to do so. And in business There are so many things that can happen and so many challenges in business and in our lives in general that we need to choose to take the positive road rather than the negative road. And by by having the self-belief that you can do that and by having the confidence that you can do that and knowing what you have done in the past then that's the road that you need to follow, the positive one, rather than staying on that hamster wheel of, of the negative hamster wheel where you're constantly worrying, you're constantly moaning, you're const- you are constant—you don't want to get up in the mornings, and you get so upset because a deal doesn't go through, or, or perhaps there's something in your life that's not going the way that you want it to go.
1: Mm. So, so we've only got a couple of minutes before commercial break. Okay. Uh, but you've given a few examples there about, uh, I guess, that your, your work kind of addresses. I mean, what, what else does, what sort of problems do you really see for people out there, you know, particularly in the world of work, that Fabulous Impact helps with?
2: Well, there was one client, she was Spanish, and I was asked to help her. And when I was brought in, she wasn't speaking to anybody in any of the meetings. And after working with her, I found out that she thought everybody didn't like her Spanish accent. Mm. And in fact, after bringing the other partners into the meeting, uh, (laughs) one of them actually said, well, well, in fact, they all said, we love your meat. We love your Spanish accent. And one of them, actually said, we think it's really sexy. <laughs> well, a huge smile on her face. And we worked on then her image and her confidence. And she goes to meetings on her own now. And she doesn't stop talking in them either. So that's one of the things we did together.
1: Excellent. Well, we're going to go to commercial break now. And after the break, we're going to start looking at some of the key components uh, that Nikki uh, talks about in her book, um, Fabulous. Um, Impact and start to understand what those are and have a good conversation and, um, and see what the learnings are. So we'll be back again with you in just a couple of minutes.
0: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? We spend 70% of our week in the office. What is the difference between enjoying your job and enduring it? The number one motivator is a positive work environment, and that's where Real
1: Recognition Radio comes in. Join your hosts, Roy Saunderson and S. Max Brown, as they take a look at the positive factors of the workplace, such as employee rewards, recognition, incentives, and much more. Tune in to Real Recognition Radio. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Business Channel.
0: We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America
2: is heading over a fiscal cliff.
0: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper.
1: Hi, it's Chris Cooper of um, If you've got any comments about the show, do email me at info at BeMoreAchieveMore.com. i would love to hear from you. And with Nikki Roscoe, we're talking about fabulous impact, about stepping into the new you. Uh, Nikki, I, I just want to ask you before we get into the key elements um, around uh, the tr- principles that you share. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think um, this work around fabulous impact really helps people who are developing their own businesses?
2: Well, if you have self-belief, you believe in yourself and there's a dream that you, and a purpose and something you've always wanted to achieve and do and have the confidence to do it, then that's what you need to do. Always follow your dreams so you can make it happen and be, be prepared, plan and practice. In fact, um, I have a, had a client and he was a friend as well who, who was in property And he was working here in London, and he always wanted to own a sailing boat in Spain, as you do. (laughs) And it was just his dream, something that he always wanted to do. And you know what? He made it happen because he wanted it to happen, and he had that self-belief, and he planned it, and he prepared it, and he's now out in Spain. He has his sailing boat. He takes people out from organizations all over the world on trips, which is what he, that was one of his dreams, and also people that are holiday makers and everything. So, So when you want to develop your own business, first of all, start with a plan prepare everything, but have that belief that you can do it. Don't give up. So if ever you come across any challenges, have the confidence to keep going because that's so important and stay on that positive wheel all the time.
1: And that is the challenge, isn't it? I mean, for for, for people, many people might start to get a bit of a dream but not have the confidence to follow it through. So that's the thing. often we, we find. It's a bit like a jigsaw, isn't it? You find there's certain components that you've got to work on to yeah, get yourself moving uh, forward quickly, really.
2: Yeah, well, it, it, it's having that confidence and, and actually telling yourself what you can do and, re- and remembering what you have achieved in your life, not thinking about the things that you haven't achieved and you can't do. It's all about the self-talk. And once you can start telling yourself, I can do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make it happen, it can happen. Because you believe in it. And by believing in it and believing in yourself and never giving up, keep going. You know, sometimes we make a plan and we say, right, next month I'm going to, to, to uh, become really, really fit. And the following month I'm going to make sure that a deal has gone through. Well, if it doesn't happen, why get upset? Because you can always move the goalposts. You can always change things around a little bit if you want to. It doesn't matter as long as you still have that vision and you know you're going to get there. Then just keep
1: going. Well, you never know. You never quite know sometimes what's going to crop up on that journey, do you? Which ultimately can take you, where you to where you want to be. Yeah. I, I never quite imagined I'd ever be hosting a radio show. I've been doing it for two and a half years now. But it, it's, it was a nice stepping stone, I realised, on the journey.
2: I know, and how brilliant that I'm now actually... Talking to you on your radio show.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Over <Who knew? laughs> <laughs> the thought, Chris? <laughs> the thought So so what, what um what are the key elements of your book? Do you wanna share the
2: Yeah, of course. Uh well Fabulous Impact Step into the New You and rewrite your own script is I, I have lots of different scenes in the book because I talk about Film and being inspired by film. For instance, if there's a character that really inspires you, what does that character, you know, say to you? How do they inspire you? So that's why I've, I've used that theme. Like we just talked about, uh, get, you know, Shawshank Redemption and Get Busy Living. It's so inspiring, and. And the first one that I talk about is is Get Busy Living. And that's all about positive focus, having that positive attitude, and positive thinking to help you move forward in your life. And then I talk about choosing confidence because by choosing confidence that will enable us to do what we want to do. So it's up to us to choose how we want to feel and how we want to be. And then then I go on with my third scene, which is finding courage and uh, being able to take that leap of faith followed by having that positive acceptance in your life. So rather than thinking of the negative of things happen, think of the positive and change it. Change the perception of how you feel. And finally... Uh, and it, it, this isn 't having energy physically, mentally, and spiritually and this this isn 't just about having energy because you do an aerobics class it 's about having energy all around by building rapport with other people and and feeling good about yourself and doing things not just aerobics like meditation and, and relaxation, eating well uh, combined with your exercise and and thinking positively too. <clears throat>
1: I'm now feeling very guilty at having eaten a curry for lunch.
2: You have a curry? could be good for you. Did you have any lentils?
1: Um, I don't think there was any lentils in it, no. Um, okay. my, my, wife, my wife has a habit, I have a habit of putting in lentils in lots of things, though. She sort of sneaks them in. She's quite good like that.
2: Oh, they're, healthy. they're
1: healthy. They don't taste very nice, though, I don't think.
2: Oh, yeah, but you can make it tasty with all the spices. <laughs> have a go. <laughs> I'll have a chat with Mrs Cooper later. <laughs>
1: So, so, let's start <laughs> with with get busy living. Tell us about get busy living. How can we how can we get busier living? Because, I- okay, so so
2: one of the things as as I, as I previously said was all about having that positive focus and knowing what you want to do and making those choices in your life by taking control and actually saying to yourself. I can do this or I, I am in control. And sometimes, when as we were talking about previously, if things don't go your way, uh, you, you need to take that control back and you need to say to yourself, well, I, I'm in control of this. And if you're thinking negatively to tell yourself, I'm in control of you, you're not in control of me. And to know what you're going to do and to think positively and to change your attitude to have a positive attitude. And it's also about having that focus, having those visions, perhaps, perhaps making a vision board. You know, we're getting nearer and nearer to 2014 now. So making your vision board and, and seeing where you want to go for the new year and, and what you want to do. So all these areas are, you know, uh, and, and setting those goals that you want to set, and and uh, listening to to other people and suggestions, and just being open to lots of things, and making sure that that you remember what you have achieved, as I said, and uh, what you can go ahead and do in your life. So that's all about get busy living and make it happen.
1: <clears throat> and what's your what's your view in terms of the best way to? make the space to do that because you know sometimes life can seem very busy Mm -hmm. uh, not everybody makes the time for that kind of thinking and preparation
2: well actually you know we all have a diary well I think we all have a diary anyway whether we scribble things down I I actually really love my my written diary rather than one on on the phone or on the computer Mm. maybe I'm a bit behind with technology but I love that so it's putting Scheduling in time for you, scheduling in the things that we need to do for us. So, having that me time. So, if you have a meeting and then you're followed by another meeting, and another meeting, and another meeting. Where's your time for you? When are you going to get to eat? When are you going to get to breathe? (laughs) When are you going to get to have a little walk to get some fresh air into your lungs or have those few moments to relax? If you schedule them into your routine, that can make such a huge difference.
1: I I guess it's it's kind of, if if you're half finding yourself in a situation that's extremely intense, Mm. for a period of time because we all go through those phases when suddenly everything's really busy I'm going through one at the moment and uh, it's making sure that you do book in the time uh, and I guess you know give yourself a treat really (laughs) thanks
2: to having a curry
1: yeah I just just had a curry I just uh Decided the other day, I just felt I needed a treat. I just worked so hard, so I just bought bought myself an iPad as a treat. But that's that's a big treat. But I've also just gone on, my diary is full for December, but I managed to book a day in to take a day off to go Christmas shopping. That was a treat. Well,
2: that's that's what you need to do, as well as in your days, make some time for you. Make sure that, that once a week, whatever it is, that you do something just for you literally, that is going to make you feel good. And the other thing is, if people are saying, oh, I don't have time to do anything, and uh, I have to say this, that we all need to go to the bathroom at some point, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume you will do anyway. <laughs> and, and when we do, that's when we can even take those moments in between meetings, in between rushing around, just take that moment to take a deep breath and be in the silence and just re- regain your energy again.
1: I think also with with this i mean there are there are times in your life when you are you know there's a lot going on if you've got young kids and what mm-hmm. what have you but actually as you, you say you can make the time and it's also i think it's important isn't it just to, to have a serious conversation with yourself and actually say you know am I, how much time am i wasting uh, mm-hmm. I, I was i've Somebody I'm uh, I'm working with spent a huge amount of time, when he looked at it, actually on the computer at night playing games. I mean, so actually one of the things we've done is realized that how much productive time there is in there to be doing other things. If he spent less time doing that, the reality is he's got a lot of time to be doing what he really needs to be doing to take him towards his objectives.
2: That uh, that actually reminds me, I had a client, I've, I've written about this in the book actually, that was obsessed with his mobile phone. Uh, When he was with his family on holidays, when he was at work in boardroom meetings, whatever he was doing, he was totally obsessed with his mobile phone. And everybody was going mad at him because he wasn't even joining in in the meeting sometimes because he was focusing on on his mobile so we had to uh, we, we talked about it and I did some relaxation like hypnotherapy with him at one point in fact the secretary walked in and wondered what was going on when he was <laughs> when he was a totally, in a totally relaxed state but what happened was is that he then decided to switch his phone off So every time he was in meetings, every time he was on holiday or having specific time, quality time with his family and his children, he switched his phone off and he gave himself a certain times of the day to switch the phone on and check. In fact, I know people that will only answer their emails in the mornings or the evenings. And when an email comes through, you'll get an email back and saying, thank you for your email, I will reply to you, but I'm not going to be able to reply till the... C- you will hear from me, but I don't look at my emails till the evenings.
1: Yeah, and it'll get, definitely turn that beep off on the computer.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Well, it's the same with the mobile phone, yeah. Stop looking at your computer all the time. Because you're not going to have any quality of life. And, and sometimes I'll just switch, sometimes I'll switch everything off, all the phones, everything. And I'll just literally find a film on TV to watch or a soap opera or whatever it is. And I'll just be in that moment and relax and enjoy it. Mm. Mm. I highly recommend that.
1: Yeah, Shawshank Redemption is a good start, isn't it?
2: Shawshank Redemption is a
1: fabulous start yes, yes. <clears throat> which reminds me I still owe you an article on Charlie the Chocolate Factory which I did start
2: you do yes for the new book
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have started believe it or not I just haven't finished it oh, no. um, love
2: that <laughs> love that uh, love that film
1: um, but by the nature of us being entrepreneurs are, are, are most of us out there doing um, you know are most of us out there sort of doing this getting busy living or do, do, do you really think that a lot of people do need specific help with it
2: I do because, however entrepreneurial we are, we always need somebody outside uh, as a mentor or, or a coach. Um, actually, a good analogy of that is is Andy Murray, who won who won the tennis at Wimbledon this year, um, because he's he's got as as a tennis player, he, his coach Ivan Lendl. Um, he was. Uh, he, you know, he was he was a top tennis player, but he's certainly not going to win Wimbledon now. Um, so he's not on on his toes, as it were, on, on the court. But he knows how to to help him, how to give him that mindset, and that's what entrepreneurs need on a regular basis to keep challenging them, to keep giving them that mindset. So you don't have to. Like I, I go into organizations and I work with with clients um, in, in all areas because I don't have to specifically know about accountants or, you know, specifically know about lawyers, although my father was a lawyer and I, I know a lot about <laughs> as well. A fabulous lawyer, I have to say. So, um, you know, I, I do feel that the entrepreneurs do need that help.
1: Mm, Agreed. Okay.
2: So it's an tell- inspiration, Chris.
1: I agree. I think, and I think we all do. Um, can be a, can be a lonely, lonely road sometimes being an entrepreneur.
2: Oh, very, especially. Uh, I always use the analogy of when you I climbed up in the mountain in the Virunga Mountains in Rwanda and um, to to see the gorillas. And, um, you know, there was a lot of planning and practice and preparation that went into that. Saying that when I got to the top after six hours, all the gorillas had gone to the bottom. But but you know what, as as an analogy, if if you're a chief executive of an organization, a director, whatever you are, um, in, in business or in your personal life, we all have challenges to climb those mountains. And sometimes when we get there... Things don't necessarily go our way, and we have to go back down to the the bottom again. Uh, and people need chief execs have to, you know, look after their teams and help them come up and inspire them. So, by having someone there to help them do that, can make such a big difference uh, to the success of their organisation. I
1: think that's a good good example. I think, and just you know, made me think about the we've had a number of Everest climbers on the show, and they. They talk about going up the mountain um, to acclimatise and coming back down again, going up and leaving some supplies, going back down again. And yeah. uh, life's like that. It takes a, a lot of planning and work and you know, going forward and taking some steps back to make the, hit the summit, doesn't it? Oh,
2: absolutely. Uh, and it's always about keeping going forward. Um, And sometimes taking those steps back, but keeping going forward again. So Mm -hmm. so you're constantly on the move and you're constantly picking yourself up, dusting yourself off and starting all over again. As my grandmother used to say to me (laughs) from the song Swing Time in the film Swing Time with Fred Astaire. Not, not as though I can see all uh, chief execs uh, dancing around like Fred Astaire G- with Ginger Rogers, but uh, <laughs>
1: as,
2: a, as, as an example of that, you know, we keep going. We keep picking ourselves up because if we don't, we're not going to achieve what we really want to achieve in our life and follow our dreams and, and have the success in the organizations and businesses that we're in and in our lives, in every area from, with our relationships too.
1: Excellent. We've got about a minute and a half to talk about choosing confidence. Tell me what do you mean.
2: Hmm. Well, it's up to us. uh, It's up to us to choose confidence in our life, Um, you know, uh, to have that self-belief. And uh, it's up to us to choose how we want to have that self-belief, how we want to have that confidence and what we're going to do with it. Are we going to feel good about ourselves from the inside out, or are we just going to do nothing about it? Because by having self-belief and by having that confidence, that really helps us to then move forward and do the things we want to do in <coughs> our lives, as we've talked about today.
1: And do you think that's something that you choose? or do you, I mean, there's a, there's a choice there. Yes, but there's also- it is a choice,
2: because because if somebody's feeling really sorry for themselves and thinking oh I can't walk into a room because I'm I'm no one's going to want to talk to me and no one's going to want to speak to me in a meeting because they won't like me and they won't like what I say or how I look well if you don't tell yourself and you how how fabulous you are and that you love yourself and how how good you look and how how important you are to yourself Then, how are other people going to feel that from you because it's not going to emanate from you you're not going to have that glow from the inside out
1: well great Well, we're going to go to a uh, commercial break and after the break we'll come back with um, chatting about some techniques around confidence i think would be a good starter so we'll be back Brilliant. with you again in just a couple of minutes
0: facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free no obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you.
2: Do you, like most Americans, spend the majority of your life at work? Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to a great place to work with hosts Kurt Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business a great place to work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy a better workplace and a better life. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
0: tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper.
1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com. I'm with Nikki Roscoe. We're talking about Fabulous Impact, and we were talking about choosing confidence before the break. Uh, And now, Nikki, uh, we've agreed that confidence is a choice um, mm-hmm. however in the reality is that there's few people certainly few people I've, I've met who don't experience dips in confidence and and i think sometimes the more you achieve then the next thing that you're trying to achieve is an even bigger hurdle a bigger mountain to climb sometimes so it's what it's are the best the techniques you have found that are sort of helpful in that area
2: OK, so there are two things that we that will be good to talk to you about today. And one of them is I talk about the movies is thinking of a character in a movie. It could be James Bond. <laughs> it, it could be uh, Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. It could be anybody from a movie or Catwoman or whoever it is. Uh, who's your favourite from a movie, Chris? Is there anyone partic- particular that inspires you?
1: Oh my word! That has really, uh, really put me on the spot. There.
2: Okay, so you want to start? Okay. So while you're thinking about it, and while while uh, your listeners are thinking about it too, just just for a moment, when you do think about. Uh, who Who has inspired you? What character inspires you and and the challenges that they have in the movies that, that you would like to aspire to, Just for a moment, imagine that person in front of you and stepping into that person and just feeling what they feel and hearing them talk and seeing what they see and and thinking about the challenges. That, that you really want to, to do and you really want to follow and, and things that you want to achieve. So by being inspired by a character, maybe just a person that you know, whoever it is, it's always good to have somebody that, that's higher than you or, or in front of you that, that can really inspire you and, and, and visualizing and being in that moment. And the other thing, apart from putting a massive smile on your face all the time, is, is anchoring that moment, anchoring a moment that you felt really good and fabulous about. It may be that you signed a brilliant deal and are just feeling absolutely brilliant so that you can remember that deal. Or it may be you were out with friends or you had a great holiday. But anchoring is all about linking the, the action of squeezing your thumb and your forefinger together. Are you doing that, Chris? I'm indeed. And listeners? you can all join in if you like, Uh, squeeze your thumb and your forefinger together and bring on that memory of when something really fabulous happened that you felt really good and that really did inspire you. And it was just a brilliant moment that you will always remember. Because when it comes to challenging moments, you can squeeze that thumb and your forefinger together and bring on that memory. And that's something I, I just always recommend. And I know it really can make a difference and help with my clients.
1: It, it's, a, it's a sort of a simple thing, but it really does work. I, when I'm speaking, I've got a a, a, a anchor that I use that I've been using since oh gosh, uh, I don't know, maybe twenty years, something like that. But it's yeah. quite powerful. I, still, I just do it and I get a little buzz and glow of energy. Yeah. Are you, to, what, what, are
2: you going
1: to share it with us? Well, it's, I actually I don't know how they can describe it, but I just do it now. I put my hands behind my back and yeah. I sort of put my put my thumb, um, wrap my other hand around my thumb. Yeah. I just put that behind my hand and I give it a little you know a little squeeze.
2: That's uh, your
1: anchor. That's my that's my anchor and it works for me and it's it's yeah.
2: I, I just, Makes you feel really good. Yeah, because whatever. Whatever it is that is your anchor that can bring on that memory, or you know, to make you feel good at that moment, uh, then that's what you need to do. I mean, I if I want, if I'm going to walk into a room, and I always remember, as I talked about earlier, the time when I had a thousand people over four tennis courts at the David Lloyd Clubs, and. And we were singing and dancing and I was coming out to that song, Shirley Bassey's Get the Party Started on a Saturday night. I felt absolutely brilliant. Not that I'm a singer. And, and I <laughs> always anchor that moment mm. of coming out wherever it is on stage when I'm speaking or, as I said, even walking into a party, whatever it is, you know, with a big smile on my face. So, And, and walking into a meeting. So whatever it is that, that, that makes you feel good and that you can remember, just do it. Just Just bring on that anchor. <laughs>
1: I, w- I once won a a fully expense trip to the World Cup in Florida. Um, through I had to, I had to I was a salesperson and I had to do a, a big presentation uh, to to win win this award. I think how uh, the Salesforce about three of us won it. Uh, yeah. and went and it was just such a such a big thing for me. I remember and so I always kind of anchor back to that because I just remember the feeling of euphoria when I won it against the, all the kind of kind of odds really. Um, so yeah, I think and you can what you can do is you can go back and you can stack multiples of the you know thoughts, can't you, onto that anchor? Yeah, it yep. Seems to become more powerful.
2: Lots of layers.
1: So, lots of layers. Yeah. So um, layers
2: of anchors. Yeah, always.
1: So, so you mentioned two. What was the other one?
2: Okay, no. So the other one was was actually d- doing your breathing and preparing oh, yourself and visualizing, visualizing yeah. stepping into that person. In fact, the first time I was ever on national television was with the uh, with with the the breakfast. Uh, TV uh, star presenter Lorraine Kelly, and <laughs> and I remember my pulse was racing and my heart was beating. It's like ah, for the first time ever going on, and I looked at her and she was all smiles and endorphins flying everywhere. And I I, I thought, well, if Lorraine can do it, I can do it, and I stepped into her shoes. Oh, I was incredible! I felt so much better. <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a great way of using it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a re- yeah. really good way of using it, and
0: yeah.
1: um, and it's it, it, it's uh, I think. It's interesting because you're asking me there who are the people that stand out for me in films and I suppose um, I don't necessarily need to be Rambo. <laughs> oh, I
2: love Rambo.
1: Because I just, I just love, I don't, I don't stop the shooting and all that kind of stuff. It's just I can a, see you
2: now, Chris. It's a complete
1: determination to to follow through with what you have to follow through with against all odds and come out at the end. I think that's the the message for me. Uh, yeah. And also, but I also like uh, yeah, Andy Defray, isn't it, in the Shawshank Redemption because he's humble but he, he, he kind of sort of plays the system but all the time, is, is, is using his intellect.
2: Yes, to no, he, he's absolutely brilliant. He really is brilliant. Yeah, you're right, he uses his intellect. Do you remember that scene where he went and put the music on for everybody? Yes. And he shut the doors and he wouldn't let anybody else in. Now, that's determination. And that is courage because he knew what would happen to him, but he did it because he had that self-belief. He really believed that he was doing something good for everybody else and he wanted to do it. That's a great example of courage, someone. Actually,
1: I love that. And he just about just about getting enough credits to possibly get away with it, did not he? From <laughs> a gamble, but <laughs> yeah,
2: just about. Didn't he get shut away in that in a dark? He did he
1: in the end? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did.
2: <laughs> so but it was worth it.
1: So your ne- your next point was um, about finding courage. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
2: that was a great example.
1: It was a great example. And, but it's not the same as confidence in your your no
2: it's completely different because you you know, you need to have that self belief to then to to discover your confidence to have that confidence to get out there get up get out and get going to to make things happen and then to be able to step out of your comfort zone uh to do things and have the courage you want to do um i i always laugh about um uh the lion uh, and dorothy <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, and uh, not 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 having courage uh, when he was walking down that yellow brick road, um, but actually he did have the courage, and only when he was faced with with with, with protecting Dorothy um, that he it actually all came out. So we all have that courage within us, um, but having the confidence to get out there and do it is something that we can all. We can all aspire to. We can all do. Sometimes we can we can be afraid to, to do something. Um, but by telling ourselves we can do it, and by using self-talk, we can make it happen. We can actually make it happen.
1: Great. So I'm getting mindful of time. Tell me about positive acceptance. What do you mean?
2: So by positive acceptance is if there's something that happens to you that you really aren't happy with, Uh, Then, by changing that, how you perceive it to something that is rather negative, something that is positive. For instance, I had a client that was just about to sign a deal for $1 million. And another company pitched him to the post at the last moment, which was awful for him. And he'd been working on this for six months with this company. And he'd known them and he'd previously done some work with them. And um, he was devastated but there was no, you know, what was he going to do? The other company had got the deal. He hadn't. So he needed to look at it in a different way and accept it and move on. But look at the positives. And the positives were he had dealt with this organization before. He had done a deal with them before. So there was something else that was on the table that he was going to go after with them and do. And then there was another organization that he had a deal coming up with. And they actually went through because he changed his attitude from negative and being annoyed to actually positive. So when you're in a car you know you can't help it if if there's traffic on the road and and some of these people that have road rage and they're screaming and going mad well you know what's the point where is it going to get you so by changing your attitude and by having a positive attitude and positive acceptance rather than negative it's going to take you further in the end
1: yeah I think you're right and that time if you're if you're getting, spending time beating yourself up, getting frustrated, actually, it's, it's, it's pointless time because it's not going to make the difference. So you, you've got to get on and with, as an entrepreneur and move on quickly or a leader to the next yeah. thing.
2: So, funny enough, uh, that reminds me of that film Trains, Planes and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy. And uh, when they were trying to find their way home for Christmas and they got stopped by the snow, and Steve <laughs> Martin was in such a mood and he was so angry, but it wasn't getting him anywhere any faster. And John Candy was so chilled and relaxed. Uh, you know, But by changing his attitude, uh, Steve Martin, in the end, uh, they did find their way home for Christmas eventually and everything was happy. But having that anger and being upset and, and, and really beating yourself up about it is not going to get you anywhere, as you say.
1: I, I, somebody I greatly respect and a mentor of mine always used to say is that's, that sometimes she would take herself off and give herself a really good talking to yes. uh, when she's in that, that sort of mood um, and change her state, which I think was... Very That's efficient. what
2: it's all about, yeah. Changing your state by, tell it, by by self-talk and changing your negative thoughts to a positive thought in an instant. And you can use anchoring for that as well.
1: Brilliant. So we're going to now, I've got, just got a couple of minutes or so left. Um, so I'd really like to get into that final point about having energy, talk about physically, mentally, spiritually. You know, as, as a fitness expert, I know it's been a key part of your life, how would you recommend an executive or a company owner approach this? To, to,
2: to have uh, energy mentally. Again, it, it's self-talk, positive self-talk, but also doing things like making sure they have that me time for relaxation, for meditation, perhaps, which is becoming more and more popular in organizations right now, in businesses, um, because relaxation is going to stimulate and, and then give you the energy to do other things rather than be exhausted. And uh, funnily enough, I, when I trained with Deepak Chopra, I, sat, I had a silent lunch and I thought, I, what is this? I'm going to go. I'm going to go crazy. But actually, (laughs) I realized after doing it for a few days and training for a few days how powerful silence is and how much more energy it can give you Um, by then making sure that you do some kind of aerobic exercise, walking, whatever it is, going to a class, doing a circuit training class. Whatever it's going to be or going to the gym on a regular basis, finding that time, scheduling it into your diary, that can make a huge difference. As well as eating healthily. A healthy diet can make all the difference to your energy. And all of these combined makes a huge difference to how you have energy by building rapport with other people. Because if you don't give out those signs of confidence, self belief, courage, and, and a positive attitude, then other people aren't going to feel that from you. They're not going to see that. So, having energy physically, mentally, and spiritually can make a whole difference to you as a person.
1: Fantastic. <clears throat> so, I'd just like to ask you now, Nikki, what are the final message you'd like to leave us with?
2: Oh, my final message to to everyone listening is it's your choice to choose how you think, what you say and how you act. And please, everyone, believe in yourself and have the confidence to do what you want to do in your life and make it happen. Make that fabulous impact.
1: Well, Well, you've made a fabulous impact on us today, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: You're very welcome. And for more information on Nikki Roscoe, go to NikkiRoscoe.com. That's uh, Nikki is N-I-C-C-I-R-O-S-C-O-E.com. And you can find out there more about her services and her coaching and also, how to get a copy of a book. There's a, a link there to an excellent book, Fabulous Impact, Stepping Into the New You. Uh, if you've got any questions or feedback, do you send them to me, com, or uh, leave them on my Facebook page, or join me on Facebook. Um, it's been great talking with you today. Uh, for next week's show, I think we're going to have um, a show with uh, Simon Hartley and Chris Cook, a double Commonwealth swimmer, one I enjoyed. We're going to play that over Thanksgiving. Uh, for those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, have a wonderful time next week, and uh, I shall look forward to speaking to you all again shortly.
0: Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week.
1: The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly
2: those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger.